Every morning that we now awaken to seems to bring an opportunity to see how many new brazen assaults we face each day in this war against American liberty. It's uh, kind of a hard thing to wake up to, but um, we have to accept what comes and what we don't accept. We then have to somehow confront and do something about it. But the entourage of those who are actually willing to call it just what it is that is a war against America grows daily. We are a growing army of people who say, you know what? I like good old America. I want to bring back what we once had. But what we once had compared to when? Because Really, there was a cataclysmic fundamental change in America that seemed to transpire quickly right after 9-11, that great uh, infamous day where we were brutally attacked and many hundreds of Americans were killed. But more and more people are awakening to the simple fact that Obama's fundamental transformation of America is rapidly coming to fruition. I hate to say that. I mean, it seems to be happening. Barack Obama seems to be winning. And I've got to give this enemy of mine credit. He is a man of his word. He said he wanted to transform America. Everything that Obama did was against America. Barack Obama is the epitome of anti-Americanism, which is actually one and the same thing as being anti-Christ. And that is really important, regardless of what your views are on Christianity, on world, world religions. We have to understand that America became what she was based on the Constitution, which was in turn based upon biblical principles. And because of this spirit of Antichrist that Obama so brazenly brings to the forefront, I cannot help but despise him because he eats, sleeps, and breathes this destruction of a Christian America. When we hurt, as American people, when we suffer in any way, you know, be it medical, taking the toxic COVID shots that have killed millions of people, over 17 million across the globe, over a couple of million in the United States alone. But whenever we hurt, I just get this feeling that Barack Obama radiates with joy. Ah, mission accomplished, he thinks, you know. And always when I think about these things, I find myself asking the same question over and over and over again, like I'm a broken record to myself. Why are we not fighting the enemy? Well, you're listening to Unity Without Compromise. I'm Dr. Steve Latulip. I have changed my format. I am no longer airing on the weekends. Uh, I am getting involved, uh, soon to be the executive producer of a new program that will be making its debut next week on either Wednesday or Thursday. But I want you to know that my message is the same. 
I am an advocate of unity, unity of Americans, unity as Christians. I recognize no denomination of Christianity. We are one people. We have one Lord, one God, one faith, one baptism. We have one Bible, and we are a united people, which means that we should not recognize skin color. We should not recognize anything other than the fact that we are a family, a brotherhood of American people who hopefully are striving to be one nation under God. And that has great implications for all of us. And so when I actually voice this question out loud, that is, I ask people, I say, you know, what do you think? How come we are not really fighting this war against uh, our nation? Why are we really just making a lot of noise and not doing anything? Now, I receive a lot of answers when I ask that question. Some say that we are actually fighting, but it's a different kind of war. It's like a, a technocratic war, you know, where we fight online. We fight um, through social media. Uh, we try to take on the legacy media with our independent voice, which has been so greatly suppressed uh, because of censorship. But we are fighting this war in our own way. <clears throat> And then other people say that they are just waiting for the right time. We're waiting for the 2024 election so President Trump can single-handedly do our dirty work and destroy the deep state for us. Sort of like a modern-day Zorro, you know? I mean, that's kind of the image that Donald Trump has portrayed. But he is one human being. He is being persecuted like crazy. He receives very little support from the Republican Party, which is absolutely worthless. The Uniparty is real. It consists of Democrats and Republicans by name only. They are truly a communist American party. We have to accept that fact that that is who they are, but not accept what they are doing to us because they are literally killing our nation. Well, there are still others who believe that everything is just going to work itself out for the best. And they're going about their daily lives, not paying attention to anything that's going on, saying, oh, well, I can't do anything about it anyways. And it's just going to work out for the best. Just wait and see. Well, not so, according to history. And also among us are those who actually believe that Obama and the puppet Biden administration is right that America needs to be transformed into a Muslim nation, a communist nation, a globalist world of borderless evil. And that is what is uh, America. That's who we are becoming. But this faith in lawlessness, an actual faith in lawless disorder, chaos, is a mystery to many, and to me too. I don't understand how people can accept and embrace a life of evil and tyranny and chaos and poverty, destruction, hatred. I don't understand it. It is truly a mystery to me how people can love lawlessness. But that spirit of hatred, of evil, and of a total breakdown of law and order 
This is what is hard at work in modern America. Right now, we are becoming, day by day, a more evil nation. And it just leads me to that, ask that question again. Why have we not stopped that? Especially when, at least I hear on social media, you know, we are the ones who proclaim, oh, give me liberty or give me death. You know, a lot of people resonate with Patrick Henry. Or we boast of being rap rapidly pro-Second Amendment. Hey, man, don't you're not going to take my guns from me. You'll pry them from my dead hand before you'll get my gun. Oh, yeah. We are the ones who advocate standing our ground and never backing down. We call ourselves patriots. We say we are staunch Christians. We are constitutionalists. We are freedom lovers, and we are warriors warriors, not warriors, but warriors of justice. Well, what have we actually done? You know, we've done very, very well in picking the right side, okay? We are on the side of law and order. We want a structured nation based on liberty and justice for all. We want to just live our lives, but it's getting ever ever more difficult to do. What difference does it make if we take no meaningful action against the forces of evil? It's like our government legislators, you know, they're always coming up with a new committee, a new investigation, new evidence. Aha, we've just exposed this and that. Okay, we know who the enemy is. We really do, if we're paying attention just in the most remote way. We know that Joe Biden has betrayed his country. So did his son, Hunter Biden. They have stolen our tax dollars, millions and millions, if not billions of dollars, and given it to the enemy, literally given it to the enemy. We see them using our tax dollars to open up the border so that they can fund all of the people coming in, the illegal aliens, many of whom are militants. They are getting money from us, from we the taxpayers. We are the ones who make the wheels of America turn. But we, the people, are becoming less and less of the people According to the foundations of our nation, we are being invaded by a ruthless bunch. And that is exactly what they want to do. They want to dilute the influence of a Christian America. They want something totally different. And so what difference does it make if we take no meaningful action against these forces. You know, we just speak up. We make a lot of noise. We decry all of the evil. But in doing so, think about this. Do we not then only expose ourselves to the enemy as vulnerable targets saying, hey, we're standing against you? I mean, the more that this invasion of our border proceeds, the more we are becoming a minority, we who love America and everything that it stands for. What do you think the influence of these illegals is going to be 
on our nation when they are ultimately absorbed into our nation, accepted with all their lawlessness, without any justice whatsoever. What is going to be this transformation that Barack Obama has tried to implement? And he's doing it right now. I am convinced fully he is serving his third term as president. He is the puppeteer who pulls Biden's strings. He's got a lot of support. A lot of influence comes from the world forces, the World Economic Forum, the World Health Organization, the United Nations. But let me tell you, when we expose ourselves and say, I'm against it, but we do nothing. Well, we're not accomplishing a thing. What we really are is a living, walking, gun-free zone, okay? We become powerless. We become impotent. We become brazenly foolish. We have allowed them to slip the collar around our neck and to be tethered by their leash, and it's a short leash, and it's getting ever shorter. But they are leading us down the primrose path, despite our occasional bleeding in protest. Stop pulling me. Stop pulling me. Okay, I'm coming. I'm coming. Well, we are now rounding the corner to the slaughterhouse. Still believing that our salvation is on the way. And we are so utterly deceived in believing so. There is nobody in the world who is going to save us. We either save ourselves with the help of God, with the blessing of God, because we strive to be a righteous, God-fearing nation, or we are going down the drain fast. Now, suddenly, I really recently have been finding myself being weary of speaking. I'm tired. So many of us are, I believe, willing to take on this enemy. But let's be totally honest. Deep in our hearts, we ask, what can I possibly do? What can I, as an individual citizen, do? I mean, look at me. Okay, I'm a physician. I was taken down because of the mutiny of medicine. Because I was faithful to my oath. I was a good American physician. Because of that, I was destroyed. Now, thank God, I was already retired from the Air Force. I retired as chief of medicine. And can you imagine what I would have been up against? Chief of medicine of the Oregon Air National Guard. Now, Oregon is an absolute communist state. Right now, they are doing horrible, horrible things. They are destroying people in every which way. Uh, They recently have just... Uh, decided that 10 Republican senators are not eligible to run again for Congress because they didn't show up at uh, uh, all of the meetings. And, of course, there was reasons for that. They were protesting what was going on. There has been so much corruption in Oregon government, and and they're taking it over. They are just literally taking it over. And do you think they're ever going to change their ways and surrender and come to their right mind? No, they will not. It'll never happen unless we force it 
to happen, which we are not so good at doing. But I'm just tired of speaking about it all. I think that there's a lot of people who truly do want to fight this war. But what can we do? Well, those who truly have the means to do something seem to lack something, don't they? I mean, there's a lot of retired special forces guys, a lot of retired young veterans who or, or not just retired, but just served their country uh, and understand warfare and could possibly do something if they organize. But we've seen nothing of the sort. Right. So does courage fail us? I don't know. Have we no workable strategy? I mean, is it so far over our heads we just don't know what to do? I don't know. Or have we just lost hope? Or are we otherwise constrained by forces unseen? And that is a possibility. But the truth is nobody has a definitive answer. Nobody has that. I'm going to take a brief pause and return momentarily. Cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death and disability. Lifestyle changes are critical, but you can also support your heart with concentrated nutrients. Healthy Cell created heart and vascular health to support cholesterol and blood pressure with CoQ10, vitamin K2, resveratrol, and soluble fiber. And Healthy Cell's not a pill. It's a patent-pending gel you swallow. Get heart healthy. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD for 25% off. ASEA believes that inside each of us is the potential to feel our very best. Our redox-based products tap into reserves within you to power your personal well-being. Make our breakthrough products an essential step in fulfilling your greatest potential. ASEA. We power potential. For exclusive savings, Use code OUTLOUD to save 15% off your first order today. Many voices, one freedom, united in the First Amendment. Our goal is to herald the voice of genuine liberty at AmericaOutloud.news. A place where you'll find the naked truth expressed with a patriotic heart. Now is our time, my fellow Americans. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. And welcome back. This is Dr. Steve Latulip. You are listening to Unity Without Compromise on America Out Loud Talk Radio. I would encourage you, please, to access not only my podcasts and my articles, but also those of many other great team members of America Out Loud. We are a conservative group who love America. We love our Constitution, and we speak the truth plainly. We do not embrace any form of censorship. We have opinions, we have differences among us, but we love America. And if we can encourage you to speak or to think differently, maybe to take a stand or to add your viewpoint, and best of all, to do something, 
so that we can oppose this enemy in a meaningful way, then God bless you, because that is exactly what America needs right now. So today, I've been discussing the problem of our inaction. We have all kinds of excuses, if you will, reasons for not proactively fighting this enemy. Although, hey, look at what's going down in Texas right now. I frankly see this as a breath of fresh air because it is a confrontation directly with the enemy, which is a domestic enemy, our own federal government. And of course, there are a lot of states also opposing the Constitution of the United States. If you cannot out and out call them an enemy, then I think you have a problem with being weak or wishy-washy. You are straddling the fence and you are not defending our free republic. And I would encourage you to please pick a side. But why are we not acting? Is it a problem with courage? Is it a problem with organization? Are we so overwhelmed by the big system, whatever that is, that we just can't get it together? Have we lost hope? Have we lost communication? Or is some of the force constraining us? Well, let me deal with that last point, because perhaps, just possibly, we are given a clue by a first century writer who stated, and I quote, the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. That's in the Bible, the New Testament, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 7. The entire theme of 1st and 2nd Thessalonians, these were letters written to the Christians at Thessalonica in modern-day Greece. There were letters written to address primarily the issue of the second coming of Jesus Christ. And these Christians are wondering, like, what is going down? Because we're seeing all this horrible stuff coming on us. We are being persecuted like crazy. But the word spoken by the Apostle Paul to these Christians at Thessalonica have been a topic of much debate among theologians for centuries. What does it mean? He who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Who is the restrainer? Now, a lot of Christians will say, oh, well, that has to be God himself. God is restraining us. But the Bible doesn't say that, and you notice that the he in there isn't necessarily capitalized, okay? So whoever this restrainer is, is someone or somebodies, perhaps a body of people or a system that is keeping law and order in place until such time that that restraint is removed. What we are not told is how this restraint is going to be removed, what is going to cause it to be removed, and what's going to happen afterwards. Well, actually, we are told what's going to happen afterwards. Now, there is no way that we can positively identify who is this restraining force against this lawlessness. 
Okay, and we cannot, we got to be very careful not to add or take away from the word of God. We are warned about that. There is a curse upon us who would do such a thing. Twisting scripture is never a good idea, although too many Christians do it very, very freely, not realizing the warnings that we have in the Bible. So I don't want to say this is what is happening at all, but we can speculate about who is this restraining force against the lawlessness that we are seeing developing increasingly in America and globally. But we are told that all hell is going to break loose on earth when this check, this restrainer, is removed. Now, we might speculate on who this restrainer is, and a lot of people have. People, uh, for example, have already uh, spoken about who the Antichrist is, well, the Apostle John has said that there are many Antichrists in the world that have already come and gone, and there will be this one final ultimate Antichrist, this man of lawlessness talk that is talked about in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, and I would encourage you to read about it, because it could be where we are headed, but we are told that when the restrainer is taken out of the way, all hell is going to break loose on earth, and who is this going to be? Well, we do not know for sure, but we do know that law and order are foundational to a Christian society. And I specifically say Christian society. Everywhere else in the world where Christianity does not prevail, we see only the fruits of lawlessness at work. I would challenge you to find otherwise. And prove to me that I am wrong. Okay, because everywhere else we see only the fruits of lawlessness at work in non-Christian governments. We see it in communism. We see it in socialism. We saw it in Marxism. We see it everywhere that there is not a functional working rule of laws that come directly from the one eternal God. Could possibly a nation under God be the restraining force against this unleashed evil? Hmm, I don't know. Possibly. Could a great falling away from the Christian faith in such a nation, that is a nation under God, bring on this lawlessness? Hmm, maybe it is possible. And if so, then we see very quickly that our silence and our inaction in the face of evil does have dire consequences. We are now beginning to taste the consequences of our silence and our inaction, but it's only just begun. We have no idea how horrible this is going to be, how terrible the persecution, how much we will suffer. But, I believe that as Sebastian Gorka recently stated, he is a man who served for some seven months as deputy assistant to the president, Trump. He recently said that we are in a fight for our lives. He spelled it out in a couple of books that he's written. But listen, do we need that to be said? I mean, no genius is necessary to understand that America has already been fundamentally transformed. Those are Barack Obama's goal 
for America ever since the 9-11 terrorist attacks against our nation. We have been tricked into believing we are powerless to stop the treason of Obama's debauchery, what he has pushed upon us. He has led us to believe that we are racists, that we are against each other. He pits us one against another in every way he can. But nothing could be further from the truth. If we stand united as a people, then we will be very, very strong. When we are united and we do not compromise the fundamental truths that come to us from God, then we can have a victory. We do have ample resources. We have the intelligence. We even have the weapons. We are an armed citizenry, and we have the power of God behind us if we stand as a nation under God. All we need is the will to act in unison. We are the people, but not just any people. We must be the people of God. The people who refuse to seek skin color, the people who refuse the false triggers like birth privilege and any other divisions you can think of between us, we must reject that because that is exactly what the enemy wants. It is how they divide and conquer and control us. The mystery of lawlessness indeed is at work among us right now in America, but only a turning away from God is going to lead to the final destruction of America. Now, that's the answer, plain and simple. Whether we accept it or not matters not one bit. It will happen. It has been prophesied in Scripture that when a nation turns from God, we bring about our own destruction. And of that, we can be sure. There's no doubt in my mind. That is no mystery. Just as the man who truly loves his wife as himself, loves himself. That's what we are told. The man who loves his wife loves himself. You know what I mean, if you know what I mean. But in the same way, so the nation who truly loves the Lord our God also loves life, liberty, and prosperity. Because those are the consequences of a nation under God. So we do have a choice. Everything always comes down to a choice. Except when we forfeit our choice, we also forfeit our liberty. Freedom or slavery, these are the only menu options that we have right now. And I do pray sincerely that we will make the right choice. Keep up the prayer life. Decide for yourself how you can actively participate and fight against the evil that is taking down your America and mine. You've been listening to Unity Without Compromise with Dr. Steve Latour.